Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth, shifting you into higher consciousness, a show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, interviews with inspiring guests, experts, and celebrities, intuitive readings, channeled messages, mental health awareness, and hot topics to expand your awareness. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. Hello and welcome everyone back to Talk Purpose and Truth with Kim and Eden. Hi, Eden. Hi. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm excited. This is our three-year anniversary yeah. episode. Mm -hmm. I can't believe it's been three years. Um, Scott probably doesn't even realize, like, it's been three damn years we've been doing this thing. It's, it's, I know, it's like, um, I think we're up to 135, 140 episodes. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And, you know, we didn't take very many breaks, I think. I think there were times that, like, I filled in for you or I, you know, someone filled in for you and vice versa. Like, we did that a couple times, but we really didn't miss a beat. Yeah, and we only took like a week off here and there. So yeah. it's been pretty consistent for three years mm -hmm. and very exciting because it's grown and it's on every single platform and it's it's global. So it what's great about that is just that we get people from Africa, India, Europe, Australia giving us feedback and comments. And it's just interesting. It's not about how many listens or who's listening, but it's just exciting to know that we're we're reaching that many people and maybe somebody's getting something inspiring out of what our guests are saying or what we're saying and and that's mm -hmm. what it's all about yeah and you know we what you figured out the other day was that we had people binge watch or binge listening <laughs> to the yeah. show so maybe they liked one episode and then they're like oh i want to hear more so they just kept listening yeah, or regular listeners. And I, yeah, we want to, we want to thank all of you out there for, for listening regularly and, you know, binge listening or whatever and giving us feedback on, on how you're liking each show. And the whole point and the purpose of the show is really to inspire. And so if we mm. can inspire or help you heal in some way or just even entertain you, then we're doing the work we're meant to be doing. Yep. And I think uh, we've done a really good job of being guided, letting ourselves be guided to the right people and the right topics uh, without trying to force anything. Um, I think we were doing that in the beginning more, but now it's just like more in the flow. Yeah. And I think, you know, starting, it's interesting because starting way back in, it feels even longer ago, but back in 2016, and we started, you know, having prints come in when we were doing our meetings and channeling and Eden was writing all these messages from prints. And then it turned into transcribing his book word for word that we still have in our hands. And, <laughs> and then, which we'll talk about in a second, but then mm -hmm. I ended up having a session with one of my dear friends, Ursula Menchies, and she's like, wait a minute, I'm getting this intuitive nudge that a podcast a podcast is in your future. You and Eden are supposed to do a podcast. And I'm going, 
what? I've never thought of doing a podcast. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've even done web series and TV and stuff like that, but I just, I didn't know anything about podcasts and neither did Eden. And we had a planning meeting about it. And I remember at first, I don't know if you remember Eden, but we were really overwhelmed because it seemed very difficult and technical mm -hmm. and yeah. we were kind of almost ready to go forget it. Mm -hmm. But then we kept getting these messages. This is what you're supposed to do. This is what you're meant to do. And we're saying, okay. And all of a sudden Scott popped in my head and I went, oh, I know someone who has the studio and I think he might do podcasts. And I ended up contacting Scott at uncle studios and he because I used to rehearse there and he's like, yeah, oh, I do podcasts all the time. I can show you guys what to do. <laughs> and we went and then, in, it yeah. came together. <laughs> yeah. And then um, we also had, I, I'm not going to say the person's name just for privacy reasons, but we had our a friend who I just got connected to who was working at podcast one. Yeah. A little later after we had too. started. Yeah. And she really uh, put us on the right path with podcast one, basically. Yeah. And so shout out to that. And, <laughs> and what to do with the marketing and the technology and how to get on every platform and mm -hmm. all of that important stuff you need to know. Now we're experts at all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then, I, you know, we had COVID hit and we were for a little bit, like kind of freaked out with how are we going to keep recording? Yeah. And then, you know, zoom came about, or I think zoom was still, was already a thing, but I didn't know about it. And then we just made that work. Yeah. And because yeah. of Scott, again, uh, we did in studio and then we did zoom and it's been good with zoom because even though I think in the future, we'll still go back in studio once in a while, zoom is great because we just had a guest, you know, from Poland and we had another guest mm -hmm. from Australia in the past and just all over. And so we wouldn't be able to do that if it weren't for zoom. So it's yeah. been really good. And we're still able to put it on our YouTube channel. And we also want to thank Skylar Sustin, Eden's daughter, because she's really elevated our marketing and put us all over social media and gotten our exposure way, way up for the show. So that's mm -hmm. been awesome and yeah. we don't we don't know how to advertise or put posts together as beautifully as she does so yeah. <laughs> we are very grateful to yeah. have her yeah and and one day she'll be doing her own thing which I think we'll talk about with her in another episode um mm -hmm. she's ready to share that and I can't wait um but you know we'll have to find someone else I think soon I don't know <laughs> we won't talk about that right now <laughs> We won't put that out there. She'll, she'll figure out time maybe, we'll but, uh, but, but going back quickly to the book, we had the Prince book all the way since, I think it's been since, since... late 2017. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, it got kind of refined and we've had managers and we've had pitch meetings and all kinds of things. We had some well-known people interested in making it a book and publishing it. And um, we even had people, the well-known people also not even just the book, they wanted to have uh, turn it into a, a documentary or, or a movie, movie. A, a Netflix movie was talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Time we keep hitting, we had kept, we haven't, we haven't done anything with it in quite a long time, but we had kept hitting some sort of roadblock, even 
to the point of um, having a meeting with ICM talent mm-hmm. right on the day that a lockdown happened. And Mar- yeah, March 13th, 2020, <laughs> yep. we had our meeting set up with our manager and this agent at ICM. And we were like, we were so excited thinking, okay, this is going to be it. This is how we're <laughs> going to start getting a book deal. And, and then, yeah, it got canceled. Happened. And just things changed in the industry, as everyone knows, and some things got put on the back burner. And we kind of just decided we, we had so many almost moments. And, and you hear that a lot in media anyway. We just talked about that with Christine Carlson from Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, how she had projects that kept being almost and then it didn't work until finally one hit. And so mm-hmm. we know that's how the industry works. And so we kind of just went, you know what? It's not divine timing right now. And so up until recently, we were just kind of focusing on the podcast and our own healing work. You know, we do our own healing work and we, mm-hmm. we do sessions together with clients and we also do separate sessions with clients. And now we're feeling pulled again, like, okay, it's an opening. It's time to see what happens with the book and keep the podcast going, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're just putting it out there into the universe. Uh, to see what happens. I think it t- it's been what, how long? Like five years since the book we started, oh, right? Uh, channeling. Started writing it. Yeah. yeah. And um, a few years since it's been done. Um, but that whole process, I remember in the beginning, just thinking like, oh, we're going to get it out next year. <laughs> yeah. And- <laughs> I think it's important to say, I don't think we've talked about it in a long time, but the book is actually a book told from after Prince, the artist, Prince Rogers Nelson, after he passed, he, um, he transitioned and he started coming through in sessions with Eden and she's channeled many famous people before. And he came through so strongly that we started just because doing sessions with him, not thinking it would be anything of a book. We just wanted to see what he had to say. And he guided us and we guided him. It went very deep. And then it turned into him saying, you're going to write my book. And we're like feeling very guided to do so. And so the book is actually his word for word explanation of how he sees how his life on earth was from the perspective of him now, where he's at now. And it's, mm-hmm. it's very deep and poetic. It's, it's almost reminds me of A Course in Miracles um, mm-hmm. in some ways, the way that it's, it's worded where you know that me and Eden could have never figured out how to write this on our own <laughs> we're not that smart that way yes yeah, so yeah. It's, it's been a, a privilege and we've been able to connect with a lot of people connected to Prince including you know people that were in his bands and people that worked with him especially all those people that have been on our show that you guys have heard and you can go back and listen to so that's it's Prince has really been the foundation and God um, of our podcast and our work that, that brought us together. Yeah. And we thought that back to what I was saying, we thought the book was just going to immediately get published. Um, What we missed in all of that was it wasn't all about the book being published. It was also about our own growth. Yes. And evolution and evolutions. Yes. So it's been all these years where for a while we were just trying to focus on publishing the book kind of in a forceful way 
um, not, you know, unhappy about whenever, whatever roadblocks we came across and instead of accepting the, the roadblocks as another lesson um, until we finally got to that, we got it. We understood, okay, it's not our timing. It's not what we think it should be or when we think it should be or how we think it should be. It's always going to be us giving it to the universe or to God and knowing that um, we have, we get to trust and have faith that it'll go the way that it's meant to um, naturally. Right. Yes. Right. So that's being in the flow of things and letting go. Yeah, absolutely. And, and enjoying it, you know, enjoying doing the podcast and enjoying working together and seeing mm-hmm. what comes about with it all kind of just allowing instead of forcing. Mm-hmm. I think though, it took us this many years to get to that, allowing it and accepting yeah. that. Yeah. And being at a level that I think in the beginning, I, for one, was very concerned, which I'm not now, but I was concerned so much about how it would sound or if I looked crazy or if I, you know, if it was safe for me because of what family members would think or Mm. people would think about going more into the space of being an intuitive more Mm. than I was already. And just handling feedback from people. And if there have been any negative feedback, which we've been blessed that we really haven't had any. Um, And I think that it took those years to evolve to a place where I don't feel an ego about any of it. Mm -mm. No attachment. Right. Yeah. So I think that means, I think uh, we needed to get here first so that we could be where we need to be in order for the book to be published for the right people to come on our path. So we're open now. Right. We're open. We're ready. Yeah, we're ready, but there's always new lessons to learn. We know that. And we accept that too. Yes. And then (laughs) before we move on to another topic, I just wanted to say that I'm excited about our podcast ad membership. We're only going to take a few ads for Mm -hmm. our show and they would be featured on every episode for an entire year and it's only 247 a month for 12 months and so you just apply on our website talkpurposeandtruth.com and then we our team reviews it and if we feel you're aligned and a fit for our show then you're our official ad on the show for a whole year um you get a ton of exposure yeah and it's um a very good price Yes. Okay. So should we move on to our next topic? Yeah. So we wanted to make sure <laughs> that our anniversary episode, we wanted to make sure we, we always talk about deep subjects. So we wanted to also talk about something silly and funny. <laughs> yeah. And our, our, one of our past guests, Missy Fowler, that we always talk about, she had something really funny happen um, or crazy, whatever happened. And we, it made us go, oh, we had similar experiences. So Eden, you can explain yeah so um misty had um she traveled recently on air airplane so we she had a more less funny more scary crazy story so i'll share the story because i think it'd be pretty interesting for people to hear this um and then it, it like kim said it made us think about all the other things that we've experienced while traveling um and I'm sure everybody out there could relate. They've all, you guys have all probably had many things happen, 
similar, but um, here's some that we're going to share that are out there, really out there. <laughs> so, okay. So for Missy, um, they got delayed uh, probably three hours or something. Um, they were sitting and waiting to take off. Oh no, they were waiting to board and they, they noticed there was a a passenger who looked like he was in his twenties or something. And he was going around to all the other passengers asking if they would do something to help him delay the flight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I don't know if they got approached or not, but he saw, they did see him eventually someone kind of like being receptive to what he was asking. So those two were talking and it seemed like putting their heads together to figure out what they would do. So then they, everybody boards the plane and that one guy that was waiting, wanting to delay, um, he was, he stayed off. He was just at the door of the airplane and he refused to board. And he says, I'm not coming on without my friend because he said his friend was coming late and he needed to come on um, only. He was only going to come on when his friend arrived. Um, But you had all these passengers waiting to take off. And what was happening was the other guy he convinced to do something to delay it. He went into the bathrooms on the plane and he uh, somehow flooded the toilets. And. (laughs) And uh, he, I don't know, probably threw a bunch of toilet paper in there, whatever. And knowing that you, the flight cannot take off if there's something wrong with the toilets. So um, that happened and people started getting like freaked out. Um, and then her, uh, Missy's husband got scared. He's afraid to fly. Uh, so this whole thing kind of like, you know, really scared him. And uh, he went and talked to the pilot and said, I'm my wife and I are leaving the plane. Let us get off because this and this is happening and we've had enough. This is too much for us. So what they ended up doing, though, was um, they got that one guy off who flooded the toilets (laughs) and and he it was like a whole thing about him coming, getting off the plane and they they forced him to come off. And I, I don't know if he got arrested or I don't know what happened, but um, neither of those two guys ended up getting on the plane and then they finally got to leave. But it was hours later. Wow, that is a crazy experience. It must have been kind of scary. Yeah, they were a little freaked out. <laughs> well, at yeah. least they're safe. So is it yours? The one you were telling me was actually more kind of funny. Yes, I have a funny one. So... Um, we were flying home and I was with my family. So there was the four of us and you know how you can sit, um, across from each other. So it was just me, myself, myself and Skylar were sitting next to each other. The other half of the family was on the other side. So we had, we were the only two that got to see this. Mm -hmm. Um, so in front of us, um, before we took off, an older man looked like he was probably, I don't know, 70s, in his 70s or something. Um, he was putting his baggage up above, you know, the, the seats above. And um, as he was like lifting his suitcase up, um, his pants fell down. 
and <laughs> and he didn't do anything to like pick him up he didn't try to hold him up or anything like that he just kept going with putting his suitcase away and um he didn't have anything on under his pants he was oh. he was commando <laughs> so so luckily though he wasn't facing us at the time Skylar I don't know I feel like it was maybe I don't know four or five years ago that this happened so she was a lot younger um so I you know I wasn't too happy about her seeing a naked man's butt but at least it was just the butt (laughs) and not not the front part but but yeah and it was just really shocking that that happened um yeah so he and he was just bare naked and he didn't he didn't pick his pants back up until he was done he didn't care no maybe he like went to maybe he was like a person who goes to nudist colonies and he kind of did it on purpose like he gets off on it (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) never know i'm very imaginative (laughs) (laughs) yeah so what's yours though you have a traveling story that's- yeah, mine, is, it's just a quick one, but we, years ago, we went to Europe on our honeymoon when I was like 25 and um, went to seven countries in three weeks and we were living off credit cards because we were young and broke and went uh-huh. to anywhere. And uh-huh. the last like 24, 36 hours, we lost the credit card we had. And back then it was 1999. And back mm-hmm. then there wasn't really technology or cell phones or anything. And so we called on the pay phone and they're like, oh, there's no credit card offices open. And so basically we couldn't figure out a way to get any money and there was no banks open, nothing. And so we just had nowhere to stay, no food. Um, we had our luggage with us cause we were about to go to transfer somewhere to go to the airport. And so we just began walking to the airport in Paris, France, and it was super hot out and we're carrying all our luggage. Oh my gosh luggage for three weeks and I remember that we walked to like 20 different places like different stores shops gas stations asking can you take us to the airport where is the airport and they would just laugh at us and they're like oh (laughs) and they would act like they didn't understand us and finally like three or four hours passed and I I was so upset I started crying and we I was just like I had been done like I was like we're not going to make it home I don't know what we're going to do we did have our plane tickets thank god back then they were paper tickets Mm -hmm. and um and so a guy at a gas station Edwin said I will give you my watch if you take us to the airport and the guy goes no 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 I'll just take you and finally the last guy we asked took us to the airport and we made it within like 10 of our flight and I remember the airplane food tasted like the best food I've ever had because we were yeah. so starving. Um, so yeah, so that was our crazy, we laugh about it now, but it, at the time it was not that funny. <laughs> no, but how long was it before you had anything to eat? Like how long did you not eat? Uh, I think we, I remember us having a little bit of change and being able to get like bread. And so I think in 24 hours I had like bread and that's it. Oh. So- not that bad I mean compared to what other people go through but it just was scary because we yeah. thought we wouldn't make it home and we're just stuck in a country we barely speak the language you know yeah yeah what an adventure right I know were you married so, yet that's right that was our honeymoon oh that was your honeymoon did you say that I don't know if you did yeah wow. okay that was luckily it was our last country that we arrived in Paris and we left Paris after being at seven countries and so um 
we were we were already ready to go home. It would have been a lot worse if we had lost it in the middle of the trip or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, so but nowadays everything's done online, so it'd be a lot. It's so much easier. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then you'd have like a cash app or something that you could pay with. I know, I know. <laughs> it it does make you see how all that is so much easier yeah. nowadays. Yep. So I know my kids can't believe that we used to not have things like that. They have it so easy. Oh, they don't even know. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyways, to, to shift topics again, um, we were guided to, I was guided to pull a couple of cards and I said, I do intuitive readings using Oracle cards and my own intuition and my own, some of my own channeled messages. And so I went, what are we meant to discuss on this episode? And two things came up. One thing that came up was connection with kindred spirits. And it's interesting that that came up because um, definitely Eden and I are kindred spirits, you know, people that are like your soul family, your community, people you would do anything for. But I was thinking the other day, a really great way to live would be to try not to be around regularly around people that you need to later clear your energy from. And so oh, yeah. like, meaning like that you're spending too much time being around people that really aren't your kindred spirits and mm. thinking about life, you know, going, okay, we only have so much time and space each day and, and years in our life before we transition. So what are we going to fill it with? And so many people are filling it with people or being around people that they don't feel excited to be around. And so I think that we were supposed to just kind of share that message. The, the actual card talks about, um, making new connections and um, community being an important part of the human experience, that it's so important to have some sort of connection and community. And, you know, it's been said in research that people would rather have the feeling of being a part of a group rather than money, even like to feel like they belong mm -hmm. and to feel cared about you know, that kind of thing, whether that's for you as a big group or your family or just a few close friends, but something, you know, some kind of connection. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm just kind of like uh, thinking and thinking to myself how there's been a lot of changes in my life and how I'm more peaceful now oh, and, wow. Yeah, with the changes that I was resisting, wow. that I was resisting. But um yeah, it just hit me when you said all of that. Um, but it's about, I think, also peace from within, you know, and then you will attract those people who are also kind of at that same vibration. Right. Um, yeah. But it is about letting go of unreleasing those energies that are, are keeping you kind of down or help holding yourself back or, um, like sucking your energy up like energy vampires yeah yeah but i don't think you realize we we anyone realizes that it's happening until you're kind of separated from it yeah and you get better and better at it as you notice true yeah so then you're able to go wait a minute let me let me predict how this might go and if you already know this is going to be filled with drama or too negative for me and right now my cup is just full my bandwidth is full, then you need to say no, you know, and it's kind of like a friend of mine 
just had several deaths in the family. And then she had another person in her life struggling. And I said, be careful how involved you get with that person because you don't have any energy left. You're grieving right now. You don't mm-hmm. have time to help someone else because mm-hmm. you need to focus on helping yourself. Yeah. But, but a lot of times people run towards the problem so that they don't have to deal with their own stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're giving her that great advice, she might be like, well, wait, if I don't help this other person, I actually have to face how I feel. Yeah. That's not comfortable. Yeah. That's, that's a good one to make sure of and look out, look out for. Yeah. Okay. So then the other card is a little more profound and it's called walking away and it shows a woman walking away out the gate Mm. into like beautiful gardens and she's wearing this beautiful robe and it's basically symbolizing letting go and walking away into an unknown future and what it's symbolizing is letting go it could be something as simple as letting go of an old habit or emotional pattern or false belief but it also might be walking away from old stories and it's very common to hold on to the past. And, and Valerie Monis, who we do readings with once in a while, she's a great um, intuitive reader and healer. She said the other day to me, she said, you know, I used to hold on to what I thought my life was supposed to look like. Like I had this vision. This is what it's supposed to look like. This is who's in it. This is where we're going to live. This is what we're going to do. And when it went differently, she resisted and got depressed and got freaked out about it. And she had to learn like, you know what? No, we don't get to choose all the time how our life is going to look, but we do choose to flow and adapt and accept and allow the changes. And so with this walking away, it's not allowing yourself to hold on to the old anymore. There's no, it's, it's, you don't need to hold on to old past things and patterns and how things you think should look. And Mm -hmm. instead you want to go, okay. It is what it is. This is my life now. And this is how I get to recreate it and make not even a new chapter, but a whole new book of how my life is going to look. Yep. (laughs) That's kind of like what I was just referring to um, because I think we hold on for so long because change is scary. Change is hard. Um, But this is, you know, letting go. and, And I talk about this on um, another, in another group that I'm in, um, but letting go versus giving up is very different. Um, but what you're talking about is just releasing, like letting go the energies that, that no longer serve you. Um, and, and we, I think the letting go part is so hard that we don't realize how much happier we, we will be once we move past that you know, once we do release everything, I think we're going to talk about this in another episode coming up too. the releasing. Yeah. We'll go into the emotional releasing. Yeah. But, but a really good example is, I think that's really common is I get clients that are holding on to an ex boyfriend an ex husband, a a family member um, that maybe like doesn't speak to them anymore, anything like that. And you have this hope maybe that it could be rekindled or the family relationship could come back together. And those things are always possible, but holding on to how it was, if it, if it hasn't changed in a long time, is not serving you because you're basically creating blocks 
So instead to be able to let that all go and go, you know what, I'm just going to allow and have space and tune into what my heart needs. And if it's meant to be, that situation will be repaired and come back to me. But if not, I'll have something new into my life. And it's hard, but that that's a healthy type of walking away and letting go. Yeah. And I think the, the key is that um, you are open to the new <laughs> because the old is your comfort. Yeah. And, good point. Yeah. And, and uh, letting go of that is, is that's where the fear comes in because things will be different but it's actually uh, better. Things will be better. Even though they're different, they're going to be better. So, and I truly believe that, that that is the case. And I'm finding that too um, now, but it's hard for people to accept that and trust it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I know on this episode, we had quite a variety. It was almost like a variety show. Like, <laughs> it was like America's Got Talent. No, just kidding. But um, uh, we wanted to be kind of different for our anniversary episode. And in the next episode, we will be doing another Raw and Real, getting deeper, um, bringing on Skylar again and going deeper about how to let go of emotions that are stuck stuck emotions and how to clear those and stuck energy and things like that and so we thought the next part of our anniversary episode will go a little deeper but hope you enjoyed this episode and happy anniversary to talk purpose and truth yeah and thanks for listening yeah happy anniversary <laughs> bye everyone bye Thank you for listening to Talk Purpose and Truth podcast. Find out more at talkpurposeandtruth.com and follow us at Talk Purpose Truth on Instagram and Facebook. <laughs>